Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust, the podcast. I'm your host, Mandy. And I'm your other host, Alyssa. And we are here to talk all things Disney. As always. Yes. So a few weeks back, we decided to do a little poll on our Instagram and find out what you, the listener, wanted to hear about the most. And overwhelmingly, a lot of you said that you wanted to hear more content about Disneyland. So we've heard you and we decided we, of course, are going to listen to our listeners because they are the best, of course. Yes, they are. Yeah. So the past couple episodes, we've done some content on Disneyland, and we're going to continue that today by giving you some fun facts about the Incredicoaster. Yes. So we decided to choose the Incredicoaster for a few reasons. One, we both had it in our top 10 list of rides that we would want to ride. If you haven't listened to that podcast, go back and listen to it. Um, But we also picked it because it is a staple for Disneyland. Yeah, it's one of the most iconic ones on Pixar Pier. Yes. Okay, so do you want to start with your fun facts? Okay, sure. So the max speed for the Incredicoaster is 55 miles per hour, making it the fastest ride in the Disneyland Resort. Yes. Um, So I have a fun fact that when it first opened, the coaster was actually the fourth longest in all of the world. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't either, but that's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. So the ride was initially themed as a seaside boardwalk roller coaster, and it used to be called California Screaming. But of course, when Pixar Pier was opened, it was rethemed to fit the Pixar theme and became the Incredicoaster. Yes. Um, So the ride originally opened on February 8th, 2001. It was one of the park's original rides, and it was the only roller coaster at Disneyland Resort to feature an inversion. Interesting. So the original ride opened in 2001, but the Incredicoaster, the rethemed version, was opened in 2018. Yes, January 8th to be exact. Yes. Yes. Okay, my next one. On November 5th, 2010, the coaster original recorded safety, like the the spiel, Mm -hmm. um, they were updated to the voice of Neil Patrick Harris. I love Neil Patrick Harris. I'm pretty sure I've talked about that before on this podcast. I mean, who doesn't love Neil Patrick Harris, really? I like need to go just to listen to him talk. I hope he still does the safety like roles because that is everything to me. Yeah, the only person who I think would be better would be Patrick Warburton, and that's saying Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Patrick's amazing. We all know I love him, so. Yes. So, in addition to looking really cool, the tunnels actually have a practical use. They are meant to reduce the noise level of the attraction. So, I guess a lot of people scream on the Incredicoaster, and the tunnels help keep the sound of the screaming muffled. I mean, that makes sense. It was originally called California Screaming. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, makes sense that people would be uh, screaming. Yes, agreed. (laughs) Okay, so this I thought was kind of interesting. So not only is there a lot of track on the coaster, obviously, but it's all made of electrical wire. It's approximately 36 miles 
of electrical wire and 167 miles of individual conductors. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? So to go like along with that fact, the ride has more than 6,000 feet or almost one and an eighth miles of track, making it the longest coaster at the Disneyland Resort. So lots of track, lots of wire, just a really long ride in general. Yes. And this one I also found to be really interesting. So apparently it uses linear induction motors to launch the train up the first hill instead of using like the traditional chain lift that Mm -hmm. we see on like a lot of roller coasters. Oh, that's interesting that it's different. I like that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, how would you know that unless you were building the roller coaster? But right. Very interesting. Another interesting fact, as you're heading to the biggest drop in the ride, you can smell cookies as Mr. Incredible is trying to lure Jack-Jack with one. You can actually buy the cookies after you get off the ride, too. Okay, that is the greatest marketing strategy I've ever seen. I totally agree. (laughs) Especially because the Jack-Jack, like the Num Num cookies, are phenomenal. Yeah. That's a good way to make people want to buy those. (laughs) It's like a real smellitizer. Yes. If you guys don't know what a smellitizer is, it's actually smells that Disney will pump into either rides or like on a road to make you like feel a certain way. Um, But the cookies would be like a natural smellitizer. Yes. Um, We did a podcast all about that as well. We did. So check it out. (laughs) Okay. So. The actual name of the coaster before it was turned into the Incredicoaster, so California Screamin', was a nod to the Mama and Papa song, California Dreamin'. Oh, I did not put that together, but that totally makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, that does make sense. I love that song, by the way, random, but... Okay, so to go along with my last fact about before the biggest drop, you can smell the cookies... So that biggest drop is actually 108 feet tall. Wow. Yeah, so it's pretty tall. <laughs> Did you say that was your last fun fact? I think, no, 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 no. Like, as oh, it went oh, along oh, with oh, the fact I, I like, gave before, Whoa. sorry. <laughs> I was like, no. Okay, um, my next fun fact is California Screamin' was a steel roller coaster. So it wasn't wooden hit with steel. I know in... One of the previous episodes, I said it was a wooden coaster. It is not. It's... You corrected yourself, though, I'm pretty sure. I might have, but I just want everyone to know it is a steel coaster, not a wooden coaster. Yes. So in the ride, Jack-Jack actually appears in different forms 19 different times. Really? Yep. So you next, well, I mean, we've never been on it, but when we go on it, we'll have to see if we can count all the Jack-Jacks. <laughs> oh my gosh, I bet you that is so cute. Yeah, totally agree. Oh, okay. So after the refurbishment of Disney California Adventure from 2008 to 2009, the Mickey Mouse head located behind the vertical loop was changed to a sunburst icon with the Pixar Pier logo inside of it. Oh, cute. Yeah. Okay. So each ride, if the train is full to or filled to capacity, can hold up to 24 people. Okay, that's not a bad number. No, it's really not. Not bad for a coaster, because some of them are so small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes the wait, like, super long if 
you know, it doesn't hold that many people. Yeah. And you know what I don't get? And I know sometimes I guess it can't work like that. I don't understand why coaster cars aren't longer. Yeah. I don't know if it has to do with, I I really don't know, actually. I don't know if the length, like, I don't know. Scientifically, I I can't think of a reason. (laughs) No, I don't know. And I'm not a scientist, so I can't really figure that out, but just curious. Yeah, same. Okay, so I actually only have two more fun facts. So on January 3rd of 2007, the coaster standard onboard audio track was temporarily replaced with a remix version of the Red Hot Chili Pepper song All Around the World. Oh, do we know why? <laughs> no, and I tried to figure it out and I couldn't, but I feel like that is such an odd choice (laughs) because like obviously California dreaming like if they were playing that that makes sense right but where the heck does the chili peppers come in I'm not sure I'm gonna have to do some extra research on that one I think yeah isn't that interesting though that is very interesting okay so my next one The launch at the beginning of the ride is supposed to symbolize you going with Dash, who's really, really fast, to find Jack-Jack. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. I love the theming. I know, same. My next couple, I think, are about theming, or at least the next one is. So near the first drop, you'll see Elastigirl. She's trying to reach to get Jack-Jack. Her figure is actually 53 feet long. Okay. Do you think that that would be scary to come upon for the first time? I mean, yes. <laughs> and That's actually, a big figure. Yeah. And actually, my next fan, fun fact like terrifies me even a little bit more. What is that? So it took eight people to get the Mr. Incredible figure up to the track to his final position in the second tube. So can you imagine? Like walking up a roller coaster, carrying a giant Mr. Incredible, trying not to fall, trying to make sure he doesn't drop. Like to me, I just have anxiety thinking about it. Yeah, I do too. I'm actually very uncomfortable. They, those fig, the animatronics, I guess they're not animatronics, but the figures, they have to be so scary to see. Like people are afraid of the Yeti in um expedition everest and he's so far away but can you imagine those things being right over you right no i'm good (laughs) see i'm more scared by the fact that like just visualizing like trying to coordinate with seven other people carrying this thing up a roller coaster and we've all seen the roller coaster like ladders that you go up and down in case of an emergency Yeah, they're not like the sturdiest things ever. I wouldn't want to have to go up and down them for definitely not. I mean, I don't want to go up and down one of those in case of an emergency. I could only imagine carrying a giant Mr. Incredible with me. No, I'm good. Yeah, like I think we've talked about this before, but if I ever got stuck on a roller coaster, they'd have to send like a fire truck to come and get me because I'm not moving. I... You know, if I was like lower down, like if it was on like the first hill and I was lower down, maybe, but if I was at the top of that hill, no way. 
nope, nope, no nope. chance. I'm no, terrified no. of heights. I would freeze. It would not be a good day for Mandy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not even like afraid of heights in that way. I just don't know if I would be able to bring myself to go down a ladder like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I know I couldn't do it. I mean, no. I guess I'd have to if it got stuck, but I, it would not be a good day. They'd be like, ma'am, you have to leave. And, and I'd be like, like no, I, like, I don't. I'll just wait till it's it gets fine. better. It'll be fine. <laughs> you could just test it with me on here. It's fine. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, no, that would just not be a good day for anyone involved. Yeah, no, 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 no. On to happier topics. Yes. So the music for The Incredicoaster was written by Michael Giacchino, who also wrote the music for The Incredibles and The Incredibles 2 film. Well, I mean, that would make sense that they would bring him on for the ride as well. Yeah, he also wrote music for the queue as well. Cute. I love that. Yeah, kept it consistent. (laughs) So this I find super interesting, actually. So... The triangular roof line at the load area, how they came up with it, basically someone drew it on a napkin during lunch at Pixar Animation Studios. And they were like, yeah, we're going to build that. And they basically handed them the napkin and that was the plan. (laughs) Okay, that's absolutely insane. One, that people were so creative that they could just like write something on a napkin just randomly while eating their like salad. Right. But two, the fact that people are so intelligent that they can look at a napkin and figure out how to build the structure that's insane to me yeah now I'm sure like they took the napkin and made like actual blueprints from it but But still still. (laughs) like the fact that they could take a napkin and then make a blueprint and then actually make the thing that's crazy It is. And even more interesting, just to add on to that, notice I said it was a triangular roof line. Yes. All of Incredibles Park is a play on triangles and circles. So everything's triangles and circles. That's very interesting. Yeah. I'm going to have to pay attention like when we go there finally and like look for all the triangles and circles. Yeah. I'm going to take, we're going to have to take pictures of the triangles. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Oh, sorry. Did you have more? I have one more. How many do you have? I have three more. Okay. Do two more and then we'll go back and forth one last time. Okay. Sounds good. So 50 pounds of glitter were needed to create the fire and force field effects on the ride. I bet you that is beautiful to look at. (laughs) That's a lot of glitter. I love glitter, but 50 pounds of it, that's a lot of glitter. Yes, it is. This I found interesting, and I had meant to do some more research on, but I just did not get to it. The red paint on the coaster tubes is self-cleaning. That's cool. I don't know how that works. Like, how is paint self-cleaning? That's what I wanted to research. But the fact that it is, is really neat. But I really want to understand how this works. <laughs> That's super cool, actually. Yes. How does it clean itself? I need to know. I don't <laughs> Scientist, know. call me up. Let me know. I was going to say, I think we need to talk to some smart people, like scientists. Yes, I need to know. Because <laughs> that's insane. Wow. Very, very interesting. Okay, my last fun fact. And this one, I almost wish they would have done it. So a Disney villain's 
themed overlay was proposed as part of Paradise Pier's 2010 overhaul, which would have been featured um, indoor the villain Funhouse Cube, with Cruella's glaring face serving as the entrance um, at the first launch tube. And then they were going to redecorate like the other tube as Maleficent's dragon form. Oh, wow. That would have been really cool. How cool would that have been to see? Yeah, that would have been super cool. I mean, I don't know how they would have done that because that sounds so intense. Yeah. But that sounds amazing. That does sound amazing. I really want them to do a villain's park. I know we have talked about that in an episode of like a wish list that we want. Mm -hmm. I really want a villain's park though. I'm same. I think it would be really neat. I feel like it would be really up your alley because you do like the like creepier, little bit more scary, like theming, like haunted mansion kind of thing. That's definitely like right up your alley, but I think it would be really cool to see. Yeah, I love spooky season. I'm so excited that like <laughs> I'm so excited that like TJ Maxx and Marshalls are finally putting out like their Halloween decor. That's I know so it's funny. Uh, I know it's July. I know. That is but so the other, funny. The other day I was walking through Kohl's and I swear to you, there was a trio of like throw pillows. It was a black cat, a jack-o'-lantern, and a ghost. And I almost bought them. And I was like, Alyssa, you have to stop. Like, this is pathetic. I have an entire, like, giant garbage bag full of Halloween throw pillows. I need help. <laughs> I, I hated Halloween as a kid. I was afraid of everything. And now I don't enjoy, like, a lot of things still. Like, Halloween-themed, like, the demonic-y stuff I don't really like. Mm -hmm. But, like, all of just, like, the eerie, creepy, like... One of my favorite movies is it. Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I remember I went through a phase in like middle school where I was super into like horror films. That was like when Scream came out. I know what you did last oh, summer. God. Those were like the big hits back then. And like, I was super into it. And I just kind of grew out of it, I guess, and never really got back in. So yeah, I'm not like a dress up costume person for Halloween. Like, I could deal without all that, mm -hmm. but I don't know. There's something about, like, the spooky season that gets me so excited. Like, hey, <laughs> this is so weird and random. Speaking of spooky, we're going on a tangent. I apologize. I don't know how we went from Incredibles to this. <laughs> um, I Bryce is recently started playing, like, there's a new Pokemon game that came out, and I'm so excited that he caught a haunter because it's spooky season and every time he throws the ball I'm like it's spooky season <laughs> oh jeez I'm so excited is he like Alyssa please stop <laughs> yeah he's like Liz it's not a big deal I'm like it is though like when he turns into Gengar I'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny it's so like weird and pathetic I'm not even a Pokemon fan but I'm so excited for like the dark type ghosty ones I love them so again, super random, but you mentioned Pokemon, like when I was younger, that's when like the original Game Boy came out. And that was like one of the first games I ever owned on the Game Boy was like the original Pokemon. Did they have Haunter in the original one? I believe that they did. I know I started out with Charmander, <laughs> but 
Other than that, that I don't remember much. So cute. <laughs> I just remember I was very excited when I got a Pikachu. I do know that. Well, yeah, because he's adorable. Who doesn't Agreed. love Pikachu? But we're way off topic now. So let's get back to the Incredibles. I'm so sorry, everybody. Oh, that's okay. I think they'll like our crazy rants. I think so. Okay, so my last fun fact about the Incredibles ride is that all of the murals on the ride were hand painted. So you know that took some time and effort because there are a lot of murals on that ride. Yeah, and some amazing artistry. Yes, so well done artists. (laughs) All right, so I got one question before we kind of wrap this up and I promise it's not about Halloween. Okay. Are you a fan of The Incredibles? Because obviously we haven't ridden the ride. Right. But do you like The Incredibles movies? I do. I do. Um, It's not like my favorite Pixar movies, but I do really enjoy them. As a matter of fact, my dog is named after Dash. (laughs) Yeah. You hear Dash a lot in these recordings, I'm sure, because he likes to talk a lot. (laughs) he just wants to be known he does he does he loves the listeners he does we do too we do and we actually want to thank them now this is for listening to the episode the spirit of norway thank you to our listeners in minneapolis minnesota Coeur d'Alene, idaho thank you to our listeners in honolulu hawaii washington dc bismarck north dakota thank you to our listeners in pittsburgh pennsylvania Wilmington, Delaware, Gilboa, New York, and last but certainly not least, Lublin in Poland. Thank you guys so much. We truly appreciate you. Thank you guys. Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's episode. We want to know, do you love the Incredicoaster? Let us know on Facebook or Instagram at a pinch of pixie dust podcast. You can also email us at pinch of pixie dust at outlook.com. And until next time, guys. We hope your lives are full of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys.